I had to make sure the I had to make sure the mic and the and, and the audio was working right, man. It was okay. taking me a couple minutes to get it together. Oh, Teddy Riley over there or what? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, we're not gonna have all them problems over here. <laughs> <laughs> the shots have already been. This is why I didn't tell y'all exactly what the podcast was about. I just I just said it with some history on the phone. Um this is sipping slow with Joe. Uh, we're waiting on one more participant in this uh, in this cast or this rehash of uh, twenty years of, of G. Um, that's oh, you know, gonna get that, real nasty in this John feeling. Not uh-uh. <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> negative. You know, um, you know, I I feel like I feel like Nikki is not um, afraid at this point because now she realizes you were the only person she ever saw eye to eye with, meaning you were the only person as tall as she was. Oh, here we go. So, Starting already. I just want to start with <laughs> that one. The shade. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon we're going we're gonna to meet the Intimidator as soon as she joins the podcast. The Intimidator <laughs> was the one that was taller than you, you know. I can't. The Intimidator? Yeah. Shoot, ain't nobody intimidating me over that joint. What oh, you talking man. about? man. You, 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 were, you were shaking in your Nike boots. Not Never. Nike boots. Never. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get real uncomfortable. It's going to get real uncomfortable. But I, oh I want to go back because I don't, I don't actually remember how you two actually met. Uh, I think it wasn't it in Laurel. Or no, no. Was Laurel. it Greenbelt? No, Greenbelt. Greenbelt. Did y'all was it Spring Hill Lake? Yeah, yeah. It Spring had to be Spring Hill Lake. Yeah. Yeah, had to be. So I don't, I don't even re- remember anything about that interaction. I can. I can remember uh, Nikki eating all my taquitos out my. Right, I remember the taquitos, but Sean wasn't ever there. Yeah, Sean for was real there. He's no, always working. Yeah, I was always doing something. Or oh, or, yeah. or deployed. I, I ain't stay working wood. I just said always working. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have the audience curious. You know, I'm gonna be asking side for a question now. What was he always getting into? Where was he always Look, at? He could have been working out. <laughs> no always, always ninja, ninja vanishing out here. <laughs> right, hey, a gypsy. Man. So I ain't know. Moving yeah. silence with violence, man. That's how we do it. <laughs> can we talk about? Can we talk about 1980s flow though? Can we talk about? Oh, that? we need to get God, to 1980s flow tonight. I feel like here we go. What, what you mean? It was valid. I don't, I don't know what I walked into, so I guess I'll find out shortly. Right, right. Uh, yeah, I, I, a, a, a storm is brewing and Joe is uh, creating that, that joint. <laughs> well, I, I mean, listen, luckily I listen. got an umbrella, so I ain't listen. I got my raincoat on. I got my <laughs> Columbia rain suit on. I'm straight. Mm. Too bad this ain't rain. This is shade, you know. So <laughs> outside, let's get under this lemon tree and, <laughs> and pick all these uh, uh, sour notes, you know. So who is this quote unquote intimidator we waiting on? Who else would we be waiting on if I'm on the call? Ooh. Well, true. True that. True that. You already know. True. True. You are in. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out where the intimidator. I want to figure out where the intimidator line come from. Though. I mean, that's, that's the intimidator, you know, you know, I'll never forget the day. You know, she was chilling, boots up on, on, on your desk. You know what I'm yep. saying? I remember. Not a care in the world. You came and smacked them joints off. 
Oh, <laughs> he looked at you like you crazy as shit. You know, you're not gonna be disrespecting the Ivy like that, you know. So she gave you the points, and she gonna give it to you again. When we talk oh about it, but, okay, but finish the story. So what happened after that? She looked at you like you was crazy. You said, "Oh, oh, yep. oh, 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 my bad," and you grabbed. Nah, nah, nah. Now you lying. See, you, you come on. The plea. Said, oh, oh, I just need to get get to my stuff. That's how I remember it. You know, she may remember it differently. You may have kissed her feet after that. Never, never. Mm-mm. Now you now you know you lying now. Come on now. You are, why you always lying? <laughs> it, it could it could be the tequila. It could be the tequila. It might be. It might be affecting my memory. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Uh, mm-hmm. I know Nikki C is, is sipping a protein shake right now. I actually am sipping juice that I made yesterday. Um, mm. Yeah. A little oh. carrot mix. Okay. It's very delicious, actually. Um, so, yeah. Damn. Yep. Nikki C goes to brown to beige. I- <laughs> <laughs> mm. Actually, the orange, you know, a little cute little orange color, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Ain't, ain't black people out, ain't out here eating drinking carrots, son. Listen, we're okay. Not, we're not out here drinking carrots. The carrots gonna have me glowing and growing. Well, maybe not growing, but it's gonna have me glowing. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only way I can grow, I don't want to. So, you know, unless it's uh, in the mind. No, no, thank you. <clears throat> okay. All right. We, we still we can't believe this. Keeping me waiting all this time. I'm gonna have to like listen to this joint real hard so I can join the parts together because I don't want to lose the part where I said she knocked he knocked her uh, her boots off <laughs> you know I mean? like, yeah she shouldn't have had him on that joint man she lost her mind for a second you don't even okay. you know, first of all I had to remind you of that setup you don't even remember the setup where you had your uh, desk out there in the middle of my, my studio no, I, I, I still don't remember that, but no. that sounds like some menacing shit that I would have done. You know, right. so I you will definitely did it. And we were recording one of the greatest songs ever to be recorded in that joint at the time. So that's why I remember. What was the song? Uh, Life Support. Okay. I'm like, was that Support, Life Support mm-hmm. was being recorded when she had her feet up listening to you <laughs> sing it. You know, how she wrote it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. that was a big deal to me. That was a big, big deal to me. And, and was that the same? Was that the same time where uh, the apartment got flooded? Man, that shit happened twice. So, so that's what the, that's what we didn't really unpack. We we did ninety nine twenty three, right? Ninety nine twenty three was our first address over there at uh, at Good Luck Road. Uh, yeah, at the, Seabrook, at the Glendale, Seabrook, LP. Um, yeah. So 9923 was the first one. And then we moved like I wanna say if if my if my math knowledge is correct, we moved perpendicular to that to that apartment to, to 99 something something. And the same Yeah, I can remember the numbers. And that shit happened again. Happened so again, yeah. The reason yep. why I can remember that shit is cause I did most of the moving. Uh, I asked this nigga Roger to come move us into that apartment, and this man, you know, came like after I moved everything in uh, one day, like to that. So I, I remember that move so so vividly because you know I had me and uh, and Big Sean basically. 
That's because Roger knew you were going to put all the all the furniture on his big ass shoulders, and he didn't want that life. <laughs> you know what? Since I can't get him on the podcast, we're not allowed to. Talk. <laughs> we're not as. Oh, we can't talk about his shoulders on the podcast. No, nah, we're not allowed to talk about shoulders. Anybody that can't uh, defend themselves, you know. Oh, they're off limits. They're off limits, oh, man. So, I get yeah. to, but, but but we speaking facts though. So as long as it's a fact, he had some large shoulders. And they would have been used properly or efficiently to help help you move all the furniture over to that new apartment with I'm, ease. You, you know what I'm mad at this point about? Like we are uh, eight minutes into nine o'clock, and the only person that said they couldn't make it is on the podcast right now. The person that said they couldn't couldn't do it came in at eight 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 fifty nine, and the person that said yeah yeah. You know what's the what's the topic? <laughs> still not here, yeah. and I sent it her way too. Like I sent, I I took extra time to put it through text. Mm. Mm. I mean, mm. you know, I, I don't know, I don't know. This is very shaky. Wasting nah. my time. <laughs> very shaky. I don't I don't want to get deep into this argument because she not this to- argument though. I can't. Oh, it's, it's an argument. You, you know? Lord. I, 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 I listened to you guys intently on our 1985's podcast. Like, I went and re-listened to that podcast, which is our third trending podcast of, you know, of the 13 that I've done now. Hey. You guys nice. are nice. So, Aww. you know, the only people you lost to were Derek Roan and, of course, and then, uh, and then Bills, uh, who really knows, but is a, a, an entire character. Um, but yeah, you guys are the number three most listened podcast. Um, and so I went back and listened to it for context for this one, so I could give you all the key points that I knew uh, Sean would want to bring back up. And, 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 and that's what the podcast is about, because there's so much history there. It's It's... It's so interesting to me how we all remember things. Like we all remember it differently. You know what? I don't think I don't. You know, and, and you get this person's side and that person's side, and you're like, oh, you took my uh, saying this as that when I took it as this. You know what I'm saying? Like it was all a bunch of perspective. We we just missed each other's perspective of the whole thing. It, it, and and as life has gone on, one thing that has always astounded me is you could think that you're doing the most for somebody. You could think that you're uh, going in all the way for them. But all that matters in the end is how they feel about what you're yeah. doing. They could say, oh, you never even supported me. You never, right. you never did that. You know, and that's what I run into all the time with talking to people about their perspective of history. So I want to revisit it whenever possible. As uh, P.I.V. said, who's not here. <laughs> why you want to go back into the messy, you know. But that's why I want to go back into it. Because it needs to be talked about. Because the perspective needs to be there. From both sides. Not just. But I, I like the way, though, that you you got the opportunity to go back and, 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 and listen to those podcasts again to reflect. So you have a fresh, fresh memory and you ain't giving no one the heads up. Cause I definitely would have listened to it again before I would have made this call. So I could be ready, have my notepad and everything. No, 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 no. I said, what are you talking about? No, 
because I need to moderate it while you need yeah. to react to it. I don't need I don't, I don't need your moderation. This is my show. Sipping slow with Touche. Joe. No Sean. <laughs> so so I need to moderate it. You need to react to it. I need your emotion. I need uh, oh, what's an emotion? Exactly what you feel. I need uh-huh. exactly what you feel in the moment, uh, going out, and and what I feel at this moment is rage. Toward- <laughs> yeah. What? That's what I. You know what? Now, you know what? She lost it. She lost her privilege. I was gonna call her PIVD a whole podcast. As soon as I see her name up here, I'm gonna say, "Hey, what? Shit, nice for you to meet us." You know, <laughs> that's that's what she got now. Mm. Just throw the governments all out there, huh? Ooh. She she's lucky out if I don't say it. Okay. If I if I say it, she might hang up. Right. I'm like, don't if I say if I go full, she might hang up on me and never talk to me again. So I'm not gonna go that hard. But well, she didn't call in yet, but we're gonna do the full government. So. I mean, <laughs> did, 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 yeah. have you text the child. There's have you texted her yet? I did text her. I did. I'm waiting for a response. You better hope she ain't fall asleep, because that's the thing. Um, How is that? And I mean, she does have a child, so you know. What? He's I'm like just like thirteen. What? Uh, negative, but you he's know, no, he's, he's, he's he's not definitely not thirteen. Okay. I was about to say, man. No, <laughs> he's definitely not. So I'm gonna be like, dang, I missed a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say, whoa, hold up, whoa. Like, I can't be that old. No way. Listen. <laughs> But I need her to I need her to get on the line so I can get this thing started. I got you know got a lot to unpack. I I promised you forty five minutes. You know, right, you did because I am right like two shades from the wind. So I'm so tired, but mm. you know, yeah. it's like let me hop on and you know if we get started at nine o'clock, we be good. Um, you might have to cut down some of your moderation. Yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. Oh, Meet that time. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I need to give context to the people there who is important, you know? Yeah. Okay. I, but I knew she was going to laugh because y'all see eye to eye. Remember that? So. I cannot. I <laughs> am not with his life. Mm. I can't. <laughs> you know, I should just, since y'all are on the phone, I should just play Baby Boy. Classic. You don't even remember doing that song, do you? I do remember that song. You know who was salty about that drink? Who? Big Lord Jesus. Sean. Lord Jesus. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> he, was, he was salty about a lot of things when it comes to this. You know, and, and, and since he, he is going to be on the podcast, I will preface that with it was her fault, though. It was not my phone. Um, all I did was mind my business and be nice mm. to folks. That's all I did. Mm. That is literally all I did. Let me, let me tell you. She would have him. So, so uh, it, there's only so much a uh, 20 year old man can deal with. Picking up a young lady who is. Uh, <laughs> Who is uh, how can I put this in this? Because you know I'm worried about the space we're in. You know I was looking. Hold on, to give context to this space when I'm talking about 2020, right? I'm looking at mm-hmm. 
you know the Michael Jackson video? Hey, be- hey, pretty baby with the high. Mm-hmm. Yo, that video in 2020. Yo, he was full on humping her leg. Like, he's, <laughs> he's, 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 he's not catcalling. Remember catcalls? Catcalls is one thing. That's what the construction workers do to the hot girl going by, right? But he's yeah. full on like thrusting his fucking pelvis like right into yeah. her, right? Basically, yeah. and harassing her the whole way. And she walking with the high heels and a short skirt. Mm-hmm. And Michael is in full, uh, you know. As Michael can do, just male mode. <laughs> I, it, it's 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 ironic to me because of the Michael we know, being older, being in that time period, and versus that Michael of that time, like him with the whole the guys behind him, and they're all harassing her. In if I'm if I'm using a 2020 mindset, they're harassing her, and he's thrusting and making gyrations and being very inappropriate, right? So when I say 2020 mindset, I'm saying like in reference to our time period, I could be misconstrued in saying that Nikki C was the wrong person, was wrong in, in showing up for Sean to come. What was he taking you? He was Michelle taking- said she's in the waiting room, by the way. What's that? Michelle said she's in the waiting room, by the way. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Yes. Let her in. Yes. <laughs> but she has no microphone. <laughs> has no microphone does she have a microphone she probably gotta click the little option i have a microphone oh (laughs) the intimidator has arrived i can't i can't i i i told uh mr sean that um that p ivy would uh be his intimidator because him and nikki always saw eye to eye because they're the same height i can't i can't Now he's talking about Big Sean and but really, yes, and I, but, I don't know. He's on listen, Michael Jackson. Listen, <laughs> listen. Right now, right, right now, I'm trying to give context to the 2020 space, right? Because I didn't want to misspeak and make Nikki to blame, but she is to blame. But in the 2020 space, I'm careful because I was talking about how Michael Jackson. You know what's what the what song am I referencing? I don't want to. The keep way you make it. me feel. The way you make me feel. Do you remember that video? Yes. And I called you on know. purpose because you took so long to come to my podcast. I'm calling you PIV until you pissed me off and you waited 18 minutes. So, <laughs> so long so. to send the link. Like you should have sent it at 8:30. I sent it at 8:55, like I told the crowd. Well, I should I mean, uh, PIV. And so that's the last one. That's that's the last one, and I and I might even blurt that out because, uh, yes, I wanted to give context here. But you remember? Have do you remember that video, that Michael Jackson video? For the most part, yes. He was thrusting his pelvis at at uh, the young lady in the video, and she had high heels and she had short, short skirt. So I was trying to reference the fact that when Sean came, when Big Sean came to pick up Nikki C, oh so many years ago, his 20 year old self, I mean, his hormones were jumping. She she came out the house, she asked she asked for that ride, excuse me, no pun intended. She asked for that ride and she came out the house in a an entirely inappropriate short skirt and some heels. Um, what? Oh yeah. What? I remember. Oh yeah. I definitely do, cause they came over to the studio afterwards. Like he, heels? 
Wait, I'm trying to figure this out. Uh, I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that at all either. So, so, so the it was a it was a jean type skirt, skirt, but you know there wasn't there wasn't you ain't have but so much leg. So, so I mean, let's be honest with the with the folks. I mean, I was a toothpick. I got that, but where right, was I you ain't going? Have but so much leg. And where and was I going with heels? Yeah. I have no idea because I don't recall you ever really wearing heels unless okay. ever. Okay, you know, Ivy doesn't have anything in this con conversation because she wasn't there that day. Um, you came over to the studio because Dawn came over. The studio was in, in flux at that point, so it was at my parents' basement. And you guys came over, and I think he took taken he had taken you to look at cars. Um, he picked you up and took you that to That doesn't cars. sound like something she would wear heels for. Right, at all. Listen. Maybe I put on a skirt. Okay. I had jean skirts, but I definitely, definitely wouldn't have worn no heels. I don't. Wouldn't worn no not heels. to buy a car and not to go to the studio with y'all. Ever. Because I didn't want nobody looking at me. So why the well, heck? You didn't, I don't think but you I knew you were coming to the studio. Sean was coming. Big Sean was coming. But you were his passenger. But well, why would I wear heels to go get a car? I have or maybe, you was, uh, maybe you was trying to impress Big Sean. You know what I'm saying? Here we go. Here we go. So here we go. Here we go. Let's um. Sometimes McDonald's. Sometimes the McDonald's Big Mac don't look like it does on TV. You know what I'm saying? It don't look like it does on TV in person. And you know, so y'all trying to get stole? <laughs> like. We don't, yeah. We, you know, we can't really know what the mindset is because if. If Sean is in his twenties, if, if 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 I'm remembering this time period right, uh, I myself am 24, 25. So that makes you a 20, 21 year old young lady. You know, that still didn't have on uh, short skirt and heels to go look at a car. Okay, well, the short skirt was enough. Let's 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 agree that the short skirt was there. I could have wore a trash bag and it still wouldn't have mattered. Now 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 we're going to the baconator baconator story way too early. We're not we're not there yet. <laughs> Shut up. There I yet. don't have no shame. Hmm. We're not there yet. Okay. All right. Maybe maybe the heels were, were were the touch that I'm giving it because of the Michael Jackson correlation. Probably right. You know what clearly saying? I ain't had no daggone heels on. She's gonna say it again. Okay. I, I will retract that. I'll, I'll let you just be in the short skirt. But that's enough. That's enough. My guy, my guy caught the scent. You know, <laughs> and we're all blaming him for this situation. My I guy can't. caught the scent, and we're blaming him for being weak. Anyway, I want to move from that. And now that Miss Piv has joined us, I would like to unpack who said 1980s flow first. <laughs> <laughs> and by that laugh done by Miss P.I.V., I would like her to go first and explain one nine eight zero. Okay. Okay. The nineteen eighties flow was because Sean's style of rapping was like very. It had like a, a set paced flow <laughs> that was like a little, that was rather chill, I guess, is the best way to describe it. It wasn't like a fast flow. It wasn't complex. 
it it just kind of reminded you of like LL Cougar. Yeah, like LL <laughs> or Diddy or like mm-hmm. you know some of Curtis the older Blow. rappers. No, you know who? It Not was, Curtis like, Blow. Kwame. Like Kwame. <laughs> I don't know if many people remember Kwame that wore the polka dots and stuff oh, all the time. Kwame. <laughs> yeah. I came home. There was company. Some young lady friend of the family. Like that kind of fluff. <laughs> oh. Y'all killing me right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, mind you, that's not offensive because Kwame, that's, as you can see, I still remember the words. That's, Kwame was my man. That was my yeah. song. But it was so weird to hear it from somebody our age in the studio because <laughs> we're at the time of like a Jay-Z, a ludicrous, like, you know, where uh, Wayne, where people are like speeding it up and it's getting a little tricky and a little complex. So when we first heard it, it was like, huh? And I'm like, oh, like big ladies love. Like that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's and that's all y'all remember. As many joints as I did, that's all y'all remember. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember the one we did because you especially sound like LL Cool J's cousin, and Ooh. that was, that, um, yo, that it was, was like an LL J Lo special. And, and and yes, that was that was the. I guess what the, the the mode or the theme I was going for I was going mm-hmm. for that type of feel yeah. on, on that track so so yeah. so that was spot on, that was and, spot yeah, on. and, that, and mm-hmm. what y'all didn't know was that when he went in to fill those vocals he did lift his left pant leg up at that oh. session no 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 this is serious this is serious. No, no 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 y'all y'all need to know that the kid was a uh, I can't no 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 I I need to give this context for the people he was a very very like you know how an actor gets into roles like he he, he rolled that pant leg like when Nelly was hot he wore that St. Louis joint and everybody thought Nelly he had the like the Rams jersey he was a redskin with a Rams jersey and if he if you're gonna lie on the podcast Sean go ahead now but you had that Rams jersey you definitely came in the post office and you definitely did a dance I know you had it was it was a Marshall Falk jersey. Everybody <laughs> had a Marshall, Marshall Falk jersey. Marshall played for who? You know what I'm saying? Played for who? Played for who at the time? He played for the St. Louis Rams. That's okay, true. so you That's had correct. a St. Louis Rams jersey with the Rams hat, and you went hot shit, and then you <laughs> and you didn't dance. That's because I was clowning Nelly when I did that. I, I wasn't trying to be Nelly. I was clowning them. Yeah, I, I was gassing Nelly up. I'm picking at the stories. You see how I'm doing it? Okay, so I guess my question is, am, am I so late that I missed this already? But I just want to be sure that we don't, we can't talk about Sean and skip over the boots. Did we get on the boots? Oh, we did. So that's why you're the intimidator of the, the boots. What boots? The boots. The ant boots. The ant boots. The Tim's. Yes. Ivy, I need to. I need for me. Because from my recollection, you're you're Diddy, right? In my recollection of this story, you are Diddy, and you're trying to uh, make sure that you know the song is going the way you want it to go. Nikki is in the booth. She's singing. Am I wrong in that? Where 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 this where this uh, story begins? Like we're recording, Nikki. Um, recording uh, life support. Uh, is this the life support one, recording? It's a life support, but it was, it was one of them joints, but okay. we're in the, um, the second apartment in the basement, right? Right. 
Yeah, I know. Yes, and he came in the front. <laughs> yes, go ahead. I, I did what? <laughs> go ahead. I, I wonder from your perspective, Ivy. So go ahead. I, so I don't know if that was the first time we seen the boots, but I, we gave a, a lot of time and dedication to the boots that day. <laughs> we're, we're recording, and Sean comes in. <laughs> Right, and I think when you come in the front door, that's where that little closet foyer type area was. And he walks in and he, I guess, takes off his boots and it's Timberland boots with black spots all over them. Oh yeah, 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 I remember the <laughs> Hold on, hold on, those, those Timbs was tight. What y'all talking about? No, I can't. Look, we used to always say that, well, I used to describe them as it looked like you stepped in like an anthill in both boots <laughs> and they both, they had ants all over them. I can't remember how Nicole described them, but we used to stay going on you about the boots, but like jokingly, of course, because you would like fire back. And it was always a thing about the boots. And I think one time my mom even saw them boots and like said something that I was telling y'all. And like we were just cracking up laughing about it. I can't remember how she saw them, but she did. And like and said something about them like, and we like, but <laughs> you stood on your boots that they was tight, like you say in that. Yeah, them jokes was tight. Them jokes <laughs> was fire. They had, it was like, nah, it wasn't, it was like, an, man, I see what you're saying, anthill, but it was like, like a spiderweb type joint. You know what I'm saying? Like you couldn't find no. those, you couldn't find those Tims in DC. I got those um, from Jersey. I got them from Jersey and I brought them man. down. Everybody was, that's, everybody that's was feeling them Jones. Except for y'all two and y'all mm. mom. <laughs> they was a little weird. I'm like, you couldn't find them here. Ivy, Ivy, that's not even the story I was talking about. <laughs> I see how you try to whisper that. I, said, I, I, I caught the whisper. Joe missed that whole thing. <laughs> yo, that, that, yo, exactly. I was given the whole perspective, and that's not even the story I thought you were going to come out with. It, oh, I didn't have a story. I was just talking. To, you can't talk about Sean and not talk about them boots. <laughs> I was, but I was talking about your boots on his desk when you had, you know, uh, no, you had Ed Hardy's uh, all he up on his desk, old. and he smacked them joints off. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't no, remember, remember that. Also, Nicole just said it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't remember that. I, 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 that's still a fuzzy story to me. Uh, Joe was telling me about it when I, I was listening to it on y'all previous. Uh, podcast, and I was like, I don't remember that story, but it does sound like some shit that I would do. But I don't, I don't, I don't remember that at all. So yeah, y'all yeah, gonna have to give me some more context on that one. I don't worry, it's foggy to me too. But I do. But now that he's saying it, I do remember it. I think I had like the worst attitude about it afterwards. But mm. I mean, <laughs> apparently we got over it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and who knows what Sean was reaching for, what you were blocking him from. But I remember the attitude after he left, like, this- No, I had an attitude while he was right there. If, oh, if I had oh yeah, the Intimidator? Go ahead, go ahead, Intimidator. <laughs> no, intimidate. I don't remember the story, but I just know me. I'm sure I had an attitude right then and there. And knowing Sean, I'm sure he didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why I don't remember it. Like, yeah. right, <laughs> you, know, you know, Sean, Sean doesn't even remember that setup. If you can recall Countryside, when you come in the door, right? Like you said, Ivy, um, when you come in the door, uh, to your left is that closet, and then you yeah. kind of drop down. It's a sunken. Have a little step there. Right, yeah. little step in. As soon as you step in, the booth was right there. The booth, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, In that original setup, the booth was right there, and then to the left of the booth, then we're talking about my long table with the studio mm-hmm. setup, and then across from that, parallel to my studio setup, 
Sean had put his desk, you know what I'm saying? Like against that other wall on the other side, right there. Like, and I don't sit in chairs without putting my feet up. So I'm waiting right. sure I was leaning back in the desk chair with my feet up somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. You were leaning in his desk chair for his desk with your feet up and he needed to get something uh, and I'm and I'm sure it was marine related, like he needed to go and you were blocking his his whole thing. So he came in and just, you know, kind of asked me or please excuse me. And the music may have been part of that. Maybe, maybe, maybe playing devil's advocate, Sean does say, excuse me, but you can't hear. Cause like I said- That sounds a little too polite for him, but continue. <laughs> I weren't that bad. <laughs> you were worse, nigga. Worse. Yeah, worse. So, well, so, it, well if I was, be, that's because y'all made me that way. Oh, oh don't, don't do that. that. Oh, here don't we go. Don't do that. We, we, and, 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 I got a laundry list, you know, of, of, oh, of and, and not y'all, maybe not necessarily y'all too, you know what I'm saying? But you know, Joe had tons of cronies, and I'm gonna call them that, that will come through the spot, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Walk in, go in the refrigerator, eat all my shit, you know what I'm saying? You know, go all my closet, put on a jacket or two, they saw it in there. <laughs> Man, you just had no now you just, now you just blatantly shit. talking about Tanika while we in a podcast about <laughs> Well, 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 she, yeah, well, she is definitely one of the culprits. Absolutely. So you know, I, I, I was a product of which, which y'all made me. You know, at, at that point. Yeah, that's why it doesn't shock me because we definitely bumped heads often, but we always end up getting over it. <laughs> right. But you gotta blame Joe because, and no offense, like Joe, literally always the you know ultimate host. Make everyone right. feel welcome enough to always come in, show up whenever. Whatever right. you want at the refrigerator, sure, go ahead and get it. Like eat all you know, my taquitos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what what we have is yours. Me casa, so casa, but it's right. like y'all casa, and like so, you know, you can't get mad. I mean, I mean, hindsight twenty twenty, of course, but like Joe made everybody feel comfortable enough to just come in and do whatever, and then you will be like, uh, but that was mine. <laughs> the greatest the greatest context I can give there is there's this story and, and Sean told it yesterday and we continue to tell it uh, and and I won't even expose her real name I'll just call her Musty Tan um, mm-hmm. but, uh, can I get a complex clue that's how to tell us later right yeah I'll, I'll tell you later I'll tell you later because Larson definitely is too close to this to know who I'm talking about, <laughs> but but in the uh, interim stages, who, who, gave, of, who gave her that name? Uh, Sean gave her the name. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. So in that in that context of Joe makes everybody feel at home, feels like they can do whatever. They want. There was one time where you know I was working, uh, and I used to work uh, 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. and at seven or so in the morning because because sean was you know like of course being being that he was uh so trained to get up he would get up early in the morning so he'd be up early no matter what like whether sean had to do something or not in the morning it didn't matter he was going to get up on habit and that's you know military you know that's that that whole thing anyway he was up I was I was coming home with, to what I thought was a solution. This is Spring Hill Lake, so 
let me preface this by saying I was like 22, 23 years old, you know, and I just thought that, hey, this chick is willing to clean our entire apartment and she's coming with me. So Musty Tan was prepared to clean uh, for me. Um, and it was nasty. Like we had a, a rager the night before. I don't know. I just remember pans in the sink. The kitchen was gross. Um, there was a lot to be embarrassed about as, as I say that as a 39 year old, but when you're 23 and this woman is so willing to clean for you, I'm like, Oh, come on. And Sean comes out his room as he does. And you know, he's like, Joe, what the fuck? <laughs> like, for lack of, I mean, he just, he, he had it out right there. He didn't care that she was there. He didn't care that she was fine with it. And she even told him, yo, I don't have a problem. I'm here to help, you know, whatever. But he's like, you're going to have a, you're going to have a, you're going to have her see this like this, at, you know, our apartment, you're going to have her see this. But that was just my, you know, I'm just filling in that gap when, when Piavi says that I made everybody feel welcome and feel at home. That was part of it. Like, you could really do whatever you want to do um, in my place. But, you know, in a sense, that, that uh, was counterproductive because it wasn't just my place. I had somebody else. And to your point, Nikki, somebody else wasn't around a lot. So it was, it was mm -hmm. easy for me to make that space grow that and then have him come back to it and that's what's not fair right so if i'm mm -hmm. talking about perspective it's me making this hey come on come what may you know mm -hmm. even even to the fact where you're smoking <laughs> in the apartment which i know is a no-no you know you're smoking in that motherfucker but i made that space and then here he comes back and he just has to live Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so I, I get all those all those parameters, but I you know, I'll leave it to him. Whatever you want to say about Musty Tan, I remember <laughs> that. I rem I do remember that. And and uh and and Ivy, I only preface I'll let you know she worked with you. So that's what I'll tell you about. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I know exactly who we're talking about. <laughs> I'll text me then. Text me. <laughs> I thought that's who you guys were talking about. Because right, but he but he changed her name to Musty Tan to piss her off. I can't. Yeah, man. She 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 was off the ah, chain, man. Okay, okay. Had, had, had to do something. She was always she was always coming at us on some, you know, you know. Let's go back to Africa. Let's be woke. You know, y'all not doing shit with your lives. Blah blah blah. And I just got tired of hearing it. You know, and we would get into these deep discussions. And it didn't matter what I said, how compelling it was, how educated it was. She always hit us with some crap. So I was like, you know what? Bump it. From now on, your name is going to be Musty Tan. We ain't calling you with, with, what your real name is. That's, that's how we're going to flip it. You know? <laughs> so anytime she would come over. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. What the world? <laughs> I can't. Ooh. Lord, I can't. Uh, Who was on so, Blue Shoes? What? Who's on Blue Suede Shoes? What's, what? Whose song? Who was the girl on Blue Suede Shoes? Was that oh. her? Oh, take a walk inside my, inside my shoes. That yeah. was Camille. Ooh, I remember that drink. That was, that was yeah. not Camille. That was not Camille. Oh, no, no. That was Wishes. It was Wishes. Wishes. It was oh, Wishes. Right. <laughs> it was Wishes. <laughs> the cat was her mother. 
was her mother. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, y'all done had so many characters over that time. <laughs> Young, for real. That's, that's why I t- I've been t- telling Joe, I say, yo, like, Joe, I've been t- been telling him to do this podcast, right? Like, we should have been, been, been doing this. And because we gave a lot of content away for free. I was saying, if we just put a camera, if we had a camera back in them days, just in the corner of the apartment. rich. That's what I'm saying. I mean, and VH1, BET, somebody would have syndicated our show with all the crap and people in adventures that was happening, you know, in that apartment. You know what I'm saying? We gave a lot of yeah. stuff free, so it's kind of mm-hmm. funny how, you know, now we're kind of, you know, you know, rehashing a lot of these old stories, stuff like that, and, you know, hopefully it pick up. But, but yeah, man. We, oh, on that note, on that note, I'll just let uh, Nikki and, and uh, P.I.V. know we have listen, a listener in Germany now. Uh, hey. Wow. How about hey, that? Okay. Hey, hey. <laughs> right? Right? Listening to stories about your life. Like, how does that, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's the overall goal of the podcast. The only thing that sells is the life that you lived, right? And everything that you lived, um, you never know how that hits another person, right? And Or how it helps another person. And that's what I'm running into, you know? So I'm not scared to tell everything. Like, in Ty's podcast, you know, I was America Online's first catfish. I don't know who you Right. Like, if you listen to Ty's podcast, I mean, in 1998 or whatever that happened, yeah, I was, I was America's first uh, catfish. Whatever. However that makes me look or how that makes people feel, there's somebody that can learn from that, that moment. You know, there's somebody in that space. So it allows me to move forward and, and dig deeper. I, I forget which one of you. Uh, I feel like it was Ty that was telling me, it's like, why do you want to go to this uncomfortable space? Why do you want to dig and claw at uncomfortable things? I said, it's uncomfortable for you, but for somebody else's help. You know what I'm saying? They're thinking the same thing as you're thinking, you know, and they're at the same places we're at and we're not there anymore. So God bless us, you know? Yeah. Right. So, so if I can give context on to why I'm uh, diving so deep into even something as silly as 1980s flow. I just want to, I just want to show people. Bring uh, bring that shit back up. (laughs) Come on, man. Come on, man. There was there was there was stuff that that I can tell uh, Ivy directly that she took so seriously that if I told her the same thing, if we brought up that same story that I where Ivy took it to, you know, 22, like it was the most important thing, she would probably rate it as a two now at the life she's lead, led. Does that make sense? Like the yeah. things that you went off the rails about, you know, uh, don't even matter. It doesn't even matter anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. So at the time period, it really didn't matter. And that's what I want to give the listeners. Like, I want to give them that context. Like, it really doesn't matter. You know, we spent living, we were living a life that was predicated on what other people thought at the time. Like, you know, for the Mm -hmm. most part, we were worried about what other people thought. I know, I know definitely that was, that's a Nikki story, you know, like she, she was worried about what other people would think. She was pleasing some other people. In the beginning of that um, story of my life, child. <laughs> <laughs> and once you don't give a, a, a crap about that, you know, then yep. you start spreading your wings, right? So, yep. so, a lot of these podcasts, a lot of these 
things where I'm asking you guys to rehash. I'm just asking to prove it, you know, prove it to the people. Like it doesn't matter. It didn't, you know, Go ahead. thinking back, it's just funny because I feel like in the beginning for me with the music, it, for me at least, it wasn't trying to make anybody else think that like, I wasn't worried about who thought whatever was good because I felt like I had such a harsher critique than anybody else. Like That's my nice. bar for myself was way too high. And like a lot of times I would get frustrated with myself critiquing myself. Like I was disappointed in myself and like other people would be like, no, that joke was lit, woo, woo, woo. But my, my bar was so high that I'm like, that joke was trash. To the point, like Joe, like we were talking about last time, I'm like in the booth crying <laughs> or next to the booth crying because I don't like what I just did. And, you know, it's funny because, um, and Joe, I think we touched on this last time, but back then I was always, I always, and we had these talks, I always felt like I had to fight way harder because of the way female MCs were looked at and the ones that actually made it in the industry and the type of flows they had or the type of stuff that they had to do wasn't me. And I used to, we used to always talk about like, I feel like it's time is coming. Like it's somebody that has to, about, that's about to come out with, my type of approach, my type of flow, this type of look, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it wasn't me, but it eventually came. And like, we talked about how, and I'm gonna wrap this up so I don't be on a tangent, but I was also thinking about like, you know, when you say looking back and what things meant, last time we touched on how me and Nick were kind of like, kind of hard or how I was really hard on the dudes and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. like, think back, we were kind of the only girls that was we, around. We were but, the only girls that were around. Well, the ones that stuck around. But right. when you think about some of the some of the behind the scenes talk of things that went on with other girls that came around, whether they were there for music or just there, and how that same stuff didn't happen with us, you see why we had to be tough and had to go mm -hmm. and do just a little harder because we had to establish the respect that we wanted and you know yep. needed from everybody. Because yep. we weren't going to let a lot of stuff fly. Yep, mm. for sure. Mm. And I'll agree with that because, you know, my, my faded memory um, from the first time you guys came over, um, Nikki, you didn't, you weren't there yet. Um, <laughs> uh, P. Ivy came over with uh, the, the original. Well, I don't know if it's the original. <laughs> Camille. Camille, yes, original. yes. So, and, and, and I'll admit, because Joe didn't really, he didn't really, uh, explain or say who you guys were when you guys were coming over. He didn't really put it out there. All he said was, yeah, I got these two, two joints coming over, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I'm thinking, oh, well, shoot, we got, we got some regular customers coming through the spot, you know? And you know, he, didn't really, he didn't really put it into any kind of context. So, so when y'all, you know, when y'all came over and out the gate, you know, Nikki, I mean, um, P.I.V., you had this scowl on your face, like, you don't, don't talk to me type, type, type look. And I already knew. I was like, right, you know what? I'm not, you know, even going to look her, you know, pay her no mind because I don't feel like dealing with, you know, no nonsense in that joint because I already had run-ins with, with um, Abka, you know, in the spot. Right. So, so my reputation was growing at the time. So I was like, she's already looking sideways at, at everybody here. Mm -mm -mm. But that is exactly what you said. That kind of set the bar and kind of, kind of set the precedent. Like, all right, you know, you were coming over there to, you know, handle your business. It wasn't coming over for, for no play play or no kind of extracurricular nonsense, for lack of better words. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. Unlike others that came right. over and kind <laughs> of like, 
Ooh, you guys got your own place and you can TV. <laughs> this is nice. <laughs> right. You know, you know like, oh, where, where the drinks at? Blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it, it, you, know, you, you kind of set that standard that everybody was kind of like, all right, yeah, we not messing with them. They come here to work. We're going to let them work, you know, and, you know, and, and have that high level of respect. So, all right. you know. Like, all right. You know. I, can't, I can't let all the agreeing go on. Right. <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta be messy because in that you 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 said when they first came over, uh, yep, uh, Piv and uh, Camille, right? Yep. So now I need yep. you to I need you to tell me the truth. I need you to tell them the truth because there was a conversation that we had, and this is one of those uh, Donald Trump locker room conversations, right? <laughs> like we were talking about. I, I uh, can't. A certain type of thing, right? And there was one of y'all that had the flow, like, of course, oh, shit. sorry, P. Ivy had the flow, like she had that that cadence and that and that delivery, even though she was hard on herself. And then Camille uh-huh. had this had this voice, like she had a she had yeah. the voice, man. Yeah, yeah, she had, the yeah voice. she had that raspy voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, right. So, so there was a lot there. There was uh, two different MCs, and then there was. Uh, the kid, right? Who wanted a feature. So I'm going to let you talk about it. Oh, oh, here oh we go. I want you to go all the uh, way in. I didn't know you were going there. Okay, Yo, right. You knew it. You knew it. As soon as you said backroom talk, I knew this conversation was coming. Because uh, I don't know uh, the behind the behind the on it, but right. I, I remember this scenario. Mm, so I want you <laughs> to talk situation. about, I want you to talk about from your perspective, uh, kid uh that time period where you wanted that feature and then who you wanted <laughs> Got it. Uh, I, I, I wasn't i wasn't prepared to ask this question so i got to think a little bit so uh, this, this dude this joe man um so you know to be completely honest and transparent at the time you know, because because of my 80s flow, not too many folks coming through the spot wanted to work with me, right? So uh, <laughs> features were few and far between. So, um, and then y'all came through. I was like, oh, damn, man. Yeah, you definitely got to get a female MC that, you know, they got, you know, they got, you know, I hate to use the word swagger, but they had the swagger. They, you know, they talented, blah, 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 blah. You know, I definitely wanted, um, you know, I wanted both of you for a track. I don't know why um, I, I didn't want Camille for some reason. I don't know why, or but I wanted I wanted Piave to be on the track, and I was like, I'm not gonna ask her. I said, Joe, talk to her, hook it up. So and correct me if I'm wrong. I guess Joe went to go talk to Piave. Piave was like, you know, and, and this is why we're doing this. We clean all this up. <laughs> <laughs> according to Joe, because it wasn't from my perspective. According to Joe. You know, uh, Piave, you took it as if I was trying to trying to talk to you, trying to holler at you. And when Joe told me that, I was like, nah, nah, it's not even, it's not even like that. You know what I'm saying? I was actually kind of checking for Camille, but even though I wasn't, gonna, I wasn't trying to talk to her either. But if it was going to be one of the two, and this is no disrespect to you, Piave, but like You're I fine. said, when you first came, when you first came through the spot, you already put that, you already set that bar. So that wasn't even a even the first thought, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so when he said that, I was, I was mad offended. I was like, hold up, man. Like, 
it's not even like that, man. Well, fuck both of them then. That's kind. That's kind of how. <laughs> that was kind of how you know my position was after that. You know, because you know, I, you know, I was like, damn, I can't get nobody going to drink. And they coming through, and you know, they they on some thinking people play play. It's not even about that. You know, what I'm saying it's about you know trying to you know trying to work, trying to you know put the music together. You know, and that's the reaction you look for, Joe. That's what he's trying to say. You were the best MC of the group, Ivy. That's yeah, it's true. Do. Right, right. So he wanted Aww. to ask on the track. But in our, in our, like I said, in our ego states, uh, you did think that he wanted to try something. Uh, maybe because that was like, and, and for, for, for Sean, I'll give you more context, right? Because the week before, there was a, a certain cuddler, uh, you know. <laughs> to cuddle uh, her may <laughs> To cuddle Oh, okay, okay, okay got name. it. I'm not got saying it. that name. But there's yeah, a certain it. cuddler that may have, may or may not have caressed young uh, Ivy on the floor. He <laughs> shot his shot. She okay, may have been a little it. apprehensive at that moment. But I'm glad you told the full truth because I was going to fill in all the holes. Yes, he did. He did exactly uh, spew rage at the fact that you know, <laughs> Ivy may not want to be on his track because he's just trying to holler, you know. So... Since we're talking about it, go ahead. Nick, Nick can jump into this because Sean, what like like Nick said earlier, Sean wasn't always around through a lot of uh, things that happened. Right. But if one thing that Nicole can confirm is that Joe will screw up what you just said. Mm-hmm. You can tell Joe something and tell him to tell somebody something, and somehow, <laughs> Mister <laughs> Telephone Man, he sounds holy. <laughs> Yes. Oh, that's not what you said? <laughs> Sir, seriously? Oh, no, that's God. not what we said. Yeah, or we'd be mixing a song. You'd be like, turn this down, turn this up, put the echo thing on that. And you get something completely different. He's like, mm-hmm. but that's what you said. And you're like, no, mm-hmm. it's not. Not at all. Not at all. And yeah. so when Joe, um, I don't remember that story completely, but I already knew what we were talking about because it had happened. But I don't remember all of the details because that was like so in the beginning, beginning of everything. That was like right. Spring Hill Lakes, I believe. Yeah, that right, was Spring right. Yes, yeah. That was, I, I think that might have been. I told him that. He was sitting on the couch, you know, because he was shorter yeah. than he usually is. I was sitting on that couch. Before or after the song that everybody was on, some, some to the wall where everybody was on that joint. Like the whole Danger Room from Spring Hill Lakes was on that, the 90s track. And um, nonetheless, when Joe said something about being on the track, if I remember correctly, I basically was like, cool, as long as he ain't on no type of blah, blah, blah. And then uh, huh. next, next time I talked to Joe, he was like, yeah, the kid was like, he wouldn't try to do nothing like that, but basically he like, ever because of blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, where that come from? That's about right. And I was like, well, you said, and I'm like, I said, cool, as long as he not on no type of blah, blah, blah. Like, how did that get flipped? But you know, egos, I'm like, well, F it, then let him think that, F him. <laughs> like, I to go back, like, this was a miscommunication. Like, because at the time, I'm, I'm Ivy. I'm like, all right, F him in. So, and you know, we kept it moving. And like I said, we always bumped heads, but we eventually always made it back around. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. 
But that was, that was that was a joke. That was just, it was just, <laughs> that was a Joe moment. It was, it was just you guys being literal in a in an unliteral time. Like you you were nah, being literal you with me. Messing up messages. I don't I don't mess up. <laughs> yeah, see, hey, see, Joe, look. you you could have you could have allowed Piv to elevate my '80s flow to a '90s flow, man. <laughs> like, there, there, first of all, there was nothing that was going to help that flow except for me. <laughs> hey, but that one track was lit though. Remember, because we was like, oh, this track right here, that's perfect for Lashawn. They got like the whole 80s, 90s beat to it. And everybody got on that joint. I can't remember it, but it was something, something to the wall. Something, something, something hit the floor. And like everybody was on that track. Damn, you you educated me just now. You're going to have to come through and, and pick mm-hmm. that shit out because... I don't even know what you're talking about I right think now. Quiz made the beat. I don't remember, but it was like... You talking about Fight Night? Was it Fight Night? I don't know, but it was. we recorded it in Spring Hill Lakes, and literally everyone who was coming through the studio at the time had a verse. I think mm. Smiley and Smiley might have had a verse on that joke. Oh. T2, us. Like, I think everybody got on that track, and it had, like, a very basic, like, a 90s type of beat, and we were saying, like, oh, this joint is perfect for Sean, and, like, I think Sean, you were on the hook, and like everybody mm. was on that. You gotta track. find that whoa, track because I'm, and I'm that's, lost. And that, now. And look, listen, listen. <laughs> and we need to clear something up for 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 Sean because he always talking about he was the stepchild of of Danger Room Studios. Like he never got any uh, play, or we never recorded him, or he wasn't never there. <sighs> that's it. I don't remember you know. Sean being there until y'all moved to Laurel. Mm. Then I might have seen him mm. a little bit more. Mm. <laughs> Yo, there was there was times in Spring Hill that he had some time. So so I think a lot of his angst is and and get you can correct me after I'm finished talking, Sean. But mm-hmm. a lot of your angst comes from Spring Hill Lake because he had a lot more <coughs> time. You know what I'm saying? Like there was a time period where he had uh, he was just home all the time. <coughs> like I, I I told I I talked about this yesterday actually. Uh, he used to I used to come home from work early in the morning and this nigga would be up playing uh ncaa football <laughs> nobody played he was the only oh he was the only person i knew playing ncaa whatever trying to get the maryland terrapins to be anything in that game oh my god uh, you know um but yeah i used to see him in the skivvies yeah, i come home just you know he's playing ncaa and i was like damn how are we making rent right now because i know i'm not making it at six dollars and 75 cents so there was some kind of way he was making rent and not working and just kind of home. And, and during that time period, he taught himself how to make beats because, you know, Quiz was living with us, Uh-oh. but he wasn't going to tell that nigga how to make the beats or <laughs> how to make the sound any kind of way. <laughs> he kind of, like, you know, skipped over that whole thing. So, so Sean's working hard trying to make his own beats because he's not getting any Quiz beats, you know. And, and that time period, I could, I could feel his frustration because there was times he would come, he would have bars, and, and Quiz would look at him like, I'm not recording you. Just gonna have to, <laughs> you just gonna have to hit three yourself and run in the booth or something, like you know. And Quiz was just that way because he didn't want to record anybody, which we all mistook. Like I thought Quiz was happy, but if you <clears> talk <throat> to him, and I and I will talk to him seriously, even though even though he has a problem going back to our past for real, because he feels like we have such a future together, so he has problems going back into the past. Like that's that's the problem there. Um, but but if I go back to him and I ask him how you really felt about engineering, he hated every moment of it. And that's what we missed. Like, we just thought he was happy 
recording or I knew he wasn't happy recording. He was very <laughs> short and impatient. He'd be like, uh uh-uh, uh, do it again. Do it again. <laughs> nope. I'm playing again. Like whereas Joe be like, all right, I'll be in there like let me get this now. <laughs> was that it, Joe? Play one more time. <laughs> Chris, like, here, I'm hitting it. Record. Go. Got it. All right. <laughs> that wasn't it. Like, I, it, sometimes I'm like, is he even listening? I'd be like, did you hear? Oh, you don't like it? All right, do it again. And then the music would just start playing. Like, nah, he ain't had no patience for that. His patience was in beats. Yeah. And that was it. But you know what? Quiz, the only time that he actually had fun in the booth is when we were all there and when yeah. we all had input. Like when, if it was like a regular session with him him just recording Nikki, okay, no offense, Nick, because I had a ball with you because I like being Diddy and I always helped you create. But like every, outside of that, like no, Nicole had a thousand tracks. Nobody liked recording Nicole. Damn. I mean, I needed to get them harmonies together, okay? Like, remember Snoop tried it one time and he was not with it. Joe would just, you know, he just knew that Nicole was going to need a thousand and one tracks and he would get frustrated sometimes. But like Quiz didn't want to do it, Snoop didn't want to do it. Like nobody really wanted to record Nicole because she, it took a lot of work because she was going to try to make it perfect. But like mm-hmm. if you really pay attention, like to think back to the times we had with Quiz, the only time he really had fun in the studio was when all of us were there because we were all cracking jokes, all joke talking and laughing during the sessions. And when we were all, when we all had some type of creative input, because all of us, when you really think back to it, got high off the music. Yeah. True. 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 Damn. Okay. Okay. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That perspective is a, is a, is a monster. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I going back to to uh, the kid. I I just want to say his perspective was that two years where, you know. Quiz didn't really want to mess with him. And then he was like digging in the trash for beats. So, <laughs> not digging in the trash for beats. Yeah, yeah, he was digging in the trash. For beats. So, in his mind, he not only had the 1980s flow, <laughs> he had the, uh, the, the stepchild of the danger room, right? So, that was what was hanging on his head. And as we're moving into that 2005, uh, we moved out in October of 2005 into the countryside 2006 um and in 2006 he found uh good 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 guy studios yep good guys started yep. recording his uh his album because you know i put him on the shelf and made him wait i wouldn't record him <laughs> and uh and and quiz said he was trash uh, you know threw his tape out so i i, I want to <laughs> talk about that time period because you know to him he didn't get enough record time to you guys and your perspective, he was never around. Yeah, I didn't think he really took it that seriously. So I just figured he did it because I almost felt like he did it because it was being done by everybody else. So he was just trying to Mm. kind of be in that musical family. Not that he wasn't like, but I'm just saying, I felt like it wasn't something that was like a passion per se. I felt (laughs) like his career at that time was more important and music was just something he was trying to dabble in because that was just the vibe that was set in like the apartment, you know. It's funny to like, like when you hear everybody's perspective, like Joe says, perspective is different. And right. like Nicole would be in school a lot. I was around a lot more. So I got to hear some of the arguments um, here and there between um, Sean and Joe. And my perspective <laughs> was that Sean felt like the stepchild. And I felt like 
he his flow wasn't new like even though we joked and called the 1980s and 1990s it wasn't a bad flow it just wasn't something new and exciting plus most people treat the person that's always gonna be there the worst to a degree because you're too busy pleasing the newcomers to get them to come back mm-hmm. little sean not going nowhere he lives there mm-hmm. so I felt like people a lot of us came in thinking he can always get time to record he lives here whereas we had to like make appointments and travel and when i would hear like a few of the back and forth between sean and joe it was people not taking me serious and like y'all this and that and i heard like some of quizzes were buttles and stuff like that because we talked about it here and there so i kind of knew but I, I got to see it from all sides dang hmm. Kid, you got any, anything else on that? Yeah, I mean, I, every everyone is 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 hitting on it. Um, so, and I don't really want to make it about me. <laughs> but, um, so, music for me, really, it really wasn't it wasn't organic. So, it wasn't something that uh, I grew up wanting to do. Never even thought about it, honestly, until I I met Joe. Joe was like, you know, we would talk about rap music all the time at work, at school, whatever the case may be. And then he, then he just out of, out of the blue was like, you want to make a rap song? And I was like, what? And <laughs> then that kind of, that kind of set it off, you know? So it was one of those things where, um, <laughs> those those early recordings, I can't even listen to them just now. Like, <laughs> you, you know oh, they're gonna man. be playing during I mean, this it, podcast. I, I can't. No, no, please don't. No, no, don't add none of them joints. None of, none of them uh, pre danger room in your mama's basement joints. Don't play none of them joints on here. Nah, know. dog. If ours had to play on that joint, right. it's be fun. Exactly. Oh man, uh, you are not so, exempt. <laughs> <laughs> so. In those early stages, you know, it, yeah, it was just, it was just, just to do it. It was, it was just something fun. We would, we would do st- stupid songs that made no sense, just, just to be, you know, to be funny. But then I started getting better, right? And I was like thinking, like, oh shit, maybe I can really do this. And then so many people were coming through. Y'all were coming through. K was coming through. Obviously, Quiz was there. I mean, Wale came through. So all these people coming through, you know, I'm like, oh man, you know, um, all these people doing this, you know, you know, somebody's going to get signed. Somebody's going to make it, you know, like I need to get on this. Right. So then the passion was, was brewing, you know, and I just, you know, and I'm just going to be honest, I just wasn't good enough to keep everyone's attention to, to be like, all right, you know what, yo, little Sean over there rapping, you know what? Yeah, man, let's 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 help him with his with his with his flow. His flow is a little choppy. Let's let's help him with his flow. Nobody was doing that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it'd be a thousand beats on the on the drum machine, thousand beats on on the computer. I'm going through beats. Oh, can I get this beat? Nah, no, no, got it. Nah, K got that. Nah, T two and them got it. Nah, you know, it was always like, damn, I can't. You know, I, this is this is my spot. I can't get nothing. Like like like, what's going on? So. Uh, and you know, of course, in my head, I felt like I was getting good. I was getting better. Yeah, I need a little bit of direction. And I thought we we were all a team, but we weren't really all a team. It was kind of like a a, a cluster of individuals that all had their you know singular vision of doing something for themselves. You know, and, and I kind of felt like if if there was more teamwork, 
you know, sort of say everybody work on everybody's project together collectively, you know, I think, you know, the studio would have, you know, would have been a lot more prominent than what it was, you know. So yeah, as as Joe mentioned, yeah, I used, I used to dig in trash for beats. I put that in, I put that on it in a track, you know. Mm. I literally put that in a track. And I and you know, I when, that when, one too, when to folks would come over and they throw the CDs away that, that they didn't want to use, you know, I rummage through that shit and I find an instrumental and they're like, damn, where you get an instrumental from? Bottom of the trash, well, you know, whatever. Like I literally Aww, did that, I just want to you know? hug you. Oh, baby. Yeah. So it got to the point where it was like, all right, you know, while I was on one of those times where y'all knew I was gone, I was, you know, I was overseas. Um, I took a whole bunch of beats with me. Oh, let me, let me, let me hit on that for a quick second. Now I'm overseas and I'm calling Joe. I'm using a satellite phone in the middle of a wasteland. We're in the middle mm-hmm. of the desert. I'm calling Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't think I was going to go here, Joe, did you? Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Take <laughs> I was like, yeah, send me some instrumentals. Send me some beats. I said, while I'm out here, all I got is time. You know, when, when I'm not doing what I'm doing, you know, there's nothing, it's really no entertainment. It's really nothing else here to occupy my time. I'm just going to write and write and write and write while I'm out here. So he sent me a couple CDs, you know, just, just to kind of quench, quench the thirst a little bit. But but nothing nothing what I expected. I expected like 20, 30 CDs with millions of tracks on it, and have maybe did I don't know. It doesn't matter. But didn't really send me much. And so I got pissed off about that. Like goddamn. Like like help me out. I'm out here. Send me some shit. So as he mentioned, when I came back, I had thousands of songs, and I'm exaggerating, but I had a ton of songs that I that I just wrote. You know, wrote and wrote. And I just knew I wasn't going to be able to record the music that I wanted to record in at the spot. So I found Good Guy Studio and I made my little my, my little first album. You know what I'm saying? And and that album was 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 very was very angry. <laughs> I was very angry with that joint. <laughs> you know, I, I just felt like, you know, everybody was just passing me by. And, you know, as much as much as I was a cheerleader for everyone, you know, like nobody was like you know, doing nothing for me. So, you know, so I made that move, made that little album, you know, and of course, you know, it was my project, so I love it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was nothing that I felt was going to get signed or anything like that, nothing like that. But uh, but for me, it was kind of like a, um, what's we're looking for? Uh, oh, my God. oh, my God. Not cleansing. What's the word I'm looking for, Joe? Um, um, like relieving stress. I can't think of the word right now. Okay. Getting, getting a, but anyway, it was like it was like a stress reliever. Therapeutic. There we go. There we go. It was very okay. therapeutic for me to make that album, and I got a lot off my chest on it, and I was able to to not hold those animosities that I had when I was making that project. You know, after that. But since got then my after way that, up, I made that project. loaded up my arsenal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take it personal. You know, I have this. I have a podcast. I'm gonna have a podcast where I'm gonna call in all my lyricists, right? And you know, and Ivy and, and just everybody. And I'm gonna I'm gonna get you to unpack your your words without the beats because everybody missed it. Like they missed it. You know, um, you guys used to play with words a lot. And uh, Nikki C, you'll probably kill me, but you. <laughs> wrote this song. Uh, you wrote "Busy" and you wrote um, "Accelerate," right? 
Mm-hmm. And I missed all that. But but now when I ride to accelerate and I ride to busy, it's not you know it's not uh, KM's verse that sticks out in accelerate. It's it's your wordplay on what we're talking about in that situation. Of course, right. it was always about something I was going through, right. and because. Michelle, no, I don't call her Abby, y'all, sorry. But because Michelle knew, it was like, she was already hit. Like, I had already been it to her. She was already even mad with me or, like, on the same page, lyrically. So I'm like, this is what I got. What we about to do? Because it all got it. I just got to rip them apart lyrically. It ain't even got to be direct. It's just, you know, I'm a, at that time, I was passive aggressive. So I'm like, we got to, you know, make sure they don't know, but, you know, they know. So, yeah, we always plot it. Well, I did anyway. And, and I yeah. think, I, go ahead. I was going to say, because if, if you think about it, like, because I I know her so well, and because I always knew what was going on, and everyone swears we talk alike or sound alike, even though we don't think we sound alike at all. We know we talk alike for mm-hmm. the most part. Like, we were able to write, like, where this Busy is a perfect example, where she wrote the first verse and I wrote the second. But anybody that listens to that song, they don't hear a different writer. The song flows like it came from the same person. And it's not even like, oh, we both will help each other write the first and we both are helping each other write the second. She literally wrote the first verse on her own. And Mm -hmm. then I came in and we were, as she was trying to record it, she couldn't come with a second verse. So I wrote the second verse based off the stuff she had just went through in her life about the person she was writing a song about. Yeah. Like when you listen to it, you can't tell that that song was written like that. Mm. But most Mm. of my songs was always about a person. Oh, oh, (laughs) the whole album. You know I know. (laughs) You know I know. But but y'all 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 didn't hear that that uh, that a recon album and uh, he wrote the song (laughs) called "Didn't Take It Personal," right? And I used to hear that shit every morning I woke up because. (laughs) When he when he found that beat, and I don't even know whose beat that was. Like, was that was that a Crank Lucas beat? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, woo. I remember hearing some of it. Oh man, I, it's a hard it's a hard listen. I will admit, it's a hard, hard listen. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 I listen no. to it now, and I skip over half of it. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, so it hit me different. It hit me different. It's a hard listen because. You know, in in it, I feel like he's talking about me. You know, yeah, I feel yeah. like he's talking about you know, just yeah, he didn't he didn't take it personal. Just got to wait up, loaded up my arsenal. You know, like he just he just was was against the whole. I, I just feel like it's an anti danger room song. Like he was like, "Fuck y'all, I'm just gonna do this." <laughs> well, I mean, judging on how he felt, it probably was. Right, it was nasty. He, we we Beyonce him. I know mm-hmm. we did that, but. Mm. Yeah, mm. I know. And, 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 I, I, and I won't and I won't sit here and and act like and, and play the victim, act like everybody was just just down on me and boohoo, you know, oh, what was me? Because you know, I could have easily talked to anyone directly myself and say, hey, let's do some let's do some uh, work, let's, let's you know collab on this track, blah blah blah. I I didn't I didn't do that too often. It was mostly you feel like, like if you weren't there a lot that you didn't that it was awkward for you to do that or something. Uh, not because I wasn't there. It, it was just one of those things where it's like, all right, you know, because because everyone was doing, everyone was doing, you know, professional level music, 
You know what I'm saying? Like the people that I felt was just in there playing around with, like, you know, just, you know, you know, we always just be over there just freestyling all the time anyway. You know, mm-hmm. those who were, they weren't serious about their, about their, uh, their craft, making any real music. Yeah, I, I, I talked to them all day and I got tons of collabs with those folks, but, but you know, they were just playing. But, but, you know, folks like you guys that was coming over there that was really, you know, pushing it out to A&Rs and doing shows and stuff like that, that was actually serious and had talent. You know, I didn't want to be that guy to be like, hey, jump on the track. Because I didn't want anyone to look down at me and be like, whatever, man. You ain't, you ain't on our level. We're we not working with you. So I would use Joe as a conduit. Like, hey, Joe, hey, talk to so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, see if they, see if they you know, because everyone goes through Joe. Joe was, Joe was the, the nucleus. So, like, yo, talk to such and such person. Talk, and it wasn't just you all. It was, it was almost everybody that, you know, uh, almost everyone that came through that actually had some real talent was putting together serious projects. You know, I, I hinted on, hey, yeah, well, I wonder if they'll do a track with me. I wonder if they'll do this or, or or let me jump on a track or something like that. You know what I mean? It was always that. And I would talk to Joe about it. So, um, but I mean, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't, you know, that that's what it was. So it, it was like a breath of fresh air to go to that other studio because then I could really be myself. It was no, it was no pressure, right? I wasn't, you know, waiting to get critiqued by 50 million people on whatever track I did, you know, and, you know, that studio, all they did was because I was paying money. <laughs> so they kissed my butt the whole time. And, and there you go. So, so now I'm going to flip it yeah. around as we end it because we're running into that hour space that I promised after uh, Ivy was nice enough to join us. <laughs> no shade. Uh, <laughs> I'll just cap that as the good guy studio was, was, was uh, up and down for me because he got in there and painted me as the villain. Right. And then I get and they, and they love me, you know, like uh, the guy that was making beats for him, uh, D'Lo was, was a big fan of poet and the warrior. I was going to say that. That is where we met D'Lo. Okay, I knew that. Right, right. That's where you met. Ain't here to party with me. Oh, you know I'm going to play that track, yo. Oh, my God. I'm going to play that D'Lo track. That track put me through a lot. Yeah, it was a lot of tracks in that track. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, it was. Um, But, yeah. He's married now. Wow, okay, sorry. And in Atlanta, right. So so we, we fast forward to this this uh revamping this this fight night uh, song. <laughs> and Sean has executive producer on fight night, of course. So there was actually like sixteen people on that, that fight night song. Cause that beat was undeniable. You know, that was a crank with this track, Quizzolino beat. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I got somebody that's listening to this podcast right now live in uh in, Ger- in gerard bradley uh that that can't believe that he was taken off that verse as well like <laughs> right now i was also taken off unceremoniously first of all first of all let's be honest i had the best flow in the danger room ever i beat everybody in flow uh in okay talent overall <laughs> I was uh, the Jay-Z of Rockefeller Records, Danger Room Studios. How could I have been ousted from a recontract? Like, Intercomet? Really? That guy? What? You know, no. 
Seriously. Was Gerard the one that was like, I'm from Be More? What song was that? Oh, no, 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 no. That, that was Shoulders. That was Shoulders. We're not doing that. Don't, yo. Gerard just stood up in his chair just now. Like, don't, don't do that. No, I'm from Be More with, with Shoulders. Uh, who will never be on the podcast and cannot be named. Uh, because he just won't come. Um, yeah, but that wasn't Gerard. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to play the Fight Night track, of course, because I think my verse should have stayed. I have my verse, you know. But uh, as Sean Benton put it, I'm way too buttery on it for it to be called Fight Night. So I couldn't have... Uh, yeah, you play the version with your, play the version with your, your verse and then play the final track. And then, where, you know... Where the you dude let, disrespectfully... Uh, just freestyles like he's just freestyling. The first dude, yes, of course, yes, of course. She has true. a manly he voice. Did. Okay, my my voice sounds like a five year old. Okay, that's fine. Sure, he went he in there, he freestyled voice. it, but it, but it 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 lobbed it up perfectly for me to come in because my 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 verse, my voice wasn't wasn't right to, to you know to start the track off. So him doing that was the perfect intro to me coming in, and then the rest of the song is 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 great. Mm. Mm. And Joe, your you your flow was always fine. The lyrics were always fine. It was that voice, the cabal voice. Yeah. Yeah, like you pinched your nose. It would be so nasally. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It told you all the time. Yeah. Right. I'm like, stop <laughs> pinching your nose. Just talk. <laughs> Just talk. <laughs> Good Lord. Like, yeah. Yo, you got you got Gerard in church over here right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> the flow would be like that, and all right. that was just lyrics and everything. Like you would fake rap that joint when you were practicing in your regular voice, and it'd be like, "Oh, this gel lit." Then you go mm-hmm. in the booth and take it up six notches, and be like, "Bruh!" Right. Rapping in falsetto. Facts. Right. You, you mm-hmm. know, you know who I was trying to emulate at the time. I thought I could come in as Memphis Bleak, and he came in hard. Like he came in like. You know, if you listen to Memphis Bleak track, it was like he was yelling at you, right? But I thought I would come in somewhere between that and it was better than cannabis, which I used to I used to emulate like I used to rap like yeah I used to be down. Oh no. No, sir. And that really wasn't it. So then I came (laughs) yo yo, you know, because because if you listen to Memphis Bleak, he's always talking like Oh, you see Blink pulling on them so uh-uh. Yo, He enunciated that tea and listened so hard just right. now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted no. you to unplug your nose. That's Memphis, all I ever wanted. Well, you know, then I had to mix it with a little bit of New York, too. So I would, I would act like I'm from New York, and they would think I was, you know, I was down there. It's but yeah, yeah I, you, what y'all don't know is that I went with that... Uh, uh, Poet and the Warrior album. I went out there to California with that, trying to get a, a deal. Like I had, uh, there was a situation in Beverly Hills with uh, some white kid that had no idea how to work his million dollar studio. And I'll never forget it. Going to that studio, he didn't know how to work any of that equipment that I had gotten trained for. Like I went to school for the Neve console, which the Neve console was a million dollar console. And he's out there with it. Oh, my parents paid for this. And, you know, I'm in that, in that situation in 2005 after getting a lecture by Mr. Sean Evan before I went out there, like, yo, you need to make this happen, you know. But I was <laughs> so worried about how my voice was perceived at that time. 
You know who gave me that complex? Marilyn. Every single thing that everybody ever told me is that I wasn't good enough to do it. Like, I, you know, my voice just wasn't going to hit, right? Uh, there was something about me that wasn't going to work, you know? I, uh, and I mean, I'm not bringing that back on y'all. I'm bringing that back on me because I cared about it so much. I, I cared about it so much that I worked, I tried to work on the voice. And, um, and I tried to work on the, I guess, the whole process of me writing. Because, you know, at one time, and I hate to throw quiz on the bus because he's not the only one, but he's the prime example. He would tell me, yo, why you got to teach people something in every verse you write? Like, you don't always have to be, you know, you don't always have to be uh, lyrical. You could just be ignorant and be good, right? Like, you take too long. Um, there were, there were examples along the way that I have, but every single thing was like a shot to my ego and I used it as an excuse to stop. And I used it as an excuse to, to put myself into other people's dreams. You know, uh, I used it as an excuse to stop rapping. I used it, I used it as an excuse to stop making beats. I used to make beats until I met uh quiz. And then I used that as an excuse not to make beats anymore. But every single step of the way, I always incorporated somebody else's thought process on what I was doing, right? And now I just don't give a shit. And now that's like the weapon that I use to go against the world. Like, you know, that's, that's what I want people to know. Like, that's the ultimate super, superpower. Because that would have gotten me a situation with white boy out there with his million dollar studio that he didn't know how to use. I'd be like, oh yeah, I could operate this whole thing for you. I could have sold myself better. But I went out there with a voice full of, hey, you gonna let me listen to this album yet? You said you had an album. I ain't let him listen to it, to be honest. I didn't let him listen to it because he, he had so much other stuff to impress me with. I didn't let him listen. I was scared. He's gonna say my voice is too high, you know. And you know what? Ironically, I let people listen to that same album, that intro or whatever song I pick from that joint that's not sucking. <laughs> And they're like, damn, how come you didn't become a rapper? You know, it's different now. But now it doesn't matter because, you know, now is 20 years later or something like that. 15. But uh, yeah, yeah. So that's where I'm, I'm going to end it. Like, man. Don't try to end it when we get to you. Don't try. <laughs> now you got to go to bed, huh? Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's a little too late. I see what you try to do there. It's a little too late. <laughs> I, I just I just want people to know that that not caring about people's opinions is is a superpower. Oh yeah, heck yeah, for and sure. It, and it would have propelled the danger room into another space because we had some pretty important people come through there. You know, to say that Smarty Jones or T two or even even Sean Ed for all his worth couldn't have made it with with our help, with our assistance, with with a collaborative effort. Um, it's crazy because everybody had something to bring to the table. Everybody had something. And uh, it just wasn't seen as, as that at that time. And I, and I don't want to bring it down. It's not a, like a sad note. It's just a learning tool. And I, and I It's reality. Right. Uh -huh. Like, I know we said we about to end, but like, look at like some of the artists that we know from here that are a lot further that we don't think are that good. Right. If you look around, it's the support. Like our problem was everybody was trying to get themselves on. 
Mm-hmm. And Lupita really just brought it together and everybody like supported one another and pushed one another. Yeah. Like, that joint would have went like super far. The mm-hmm. only person that a lot of people got behind, and I hate to say this like this, is Nicole. And it was really because she was the only singer for real. And any other singer that came in really couldn't sing that well. No offense. I mean, like there were some others that could that were a little nice. You know, on different levels with it, but Nicole came in as this singer with the earthy songs and the look and the sound was now, and everybody saw it. That's why everybody wanted her on their tracks. Everybody wanted to feature her. Everybody wanted to use her for hooks. And so everybody was willing to push that. And then, especially once Nicole had the connects that she had in college to make her MySpace page look vicious. Girl! <laughs> so it was easy to like really push her because she had the numbers too. But like, all of the rappers were always just trying to get themselves on. When if we'd have really just put that backing behind one another, it would have went probably totally different. <clears throat> no bull. And 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 this is where I think uh, Sean can give context because that's even how you felt about Wale. Like, you know, having him at the spot. Like, talk about that. I'm putting you on the spot, Sean. Yeah, you're talking about as far as... Um, as what you thought about his music, as what you thought about... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, because I know you're working on time here. Um, I, I didn't like Wale's music at all when he when he was coming through the danger room. At all. I thought he was trash. I had no idea what he was talking about. He had these... You know, I, I didn't like how he was using go-go beats to rap on. I, it, I just didn't like none of his stuff. And, you know, it, and it was just... And it wasn't because I, I didn't think he had talent. It was just because he was doing it, you know, and he had support. And when he came out with his first album, I was very, you know, like, thought it's just whack. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really want to hear it. But, you know, you get over it and, you, and I start, you know, going back and listening to his old music, listening to some of the tracks that we had, you know, that he did make from the Danger Room. Like, yo, this dude actually has some daggone talent and he had the machine behind him to, you know, kind of, you know, put him in position to, you know, uh, be successful, you know, in this rap game to the point where, you know, he's doing shows overseas, you know, uh, on a major label, you know, executive producing albums and stuff like that. And, you know, the dude is, is, has, has cemented his position in music. And that nigga used to rap in my freaking closet and knock on my door asking me for for floppy disks, you know. Not floppy disks. <laughs> he, he, he was asking if he could download his joint on your computer because he had a three and a half inch floppy. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So, it, you know, it was, it, I mean, you, you know, you hit it around the head. You know, we didn't, you know, support each other enough, you know, as, as we could have, you know. Right. But I also think, and I, and, I, and I would tell Joe this too, is, you know, we came at a at a tough time period too. And this is another thing that Wale kind of hedged on. Like, while, it, you know, in my opinion, a lot of Wale's success came from his uh, social media presence on MySpace, you know. And, you know, he was doing that way before anyone else was really doing it, at least from there, right. at least, you know, in my opinion. Um, you know, we were behind the curve on that to the point where, you know, we were doing it the old fashioned way, you know. Put put a record together, press up the CD, right, and shop it around to you know to A and R's, and hopefully they you know or or press up your CD and sell it out the back of your trunk, and, and you know maybe if you can get enough sales and you put it in the store 
and, you know, get numbers, stuff like that. You know, we were behind the curve where times were changing, where now everything is online. You, you, you can make a song right now and put it out and boom, you got a million views, you know, within an hour of you dropping it. on TikTok. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we came at a time where where stuff was transitioning, where you needed an A&R, you needed a manager, you needed to sit in front of labels, you know, where right after, now you don't need none of that no more. You know what I'm saying? So we, we just came at a time period where right before that, and we just didn't, you know, at least from my perspective, we didn't, you know, catch up. Well, we didn't, we didn't, you know, kind of take that to an advantage, if that makes sense. Makes perfect sense. And it's That's unfortunate because everybody yes. wanted to back me. And that was the one person that was scared to death the most. The one person that was like, I'm okay. I'm going to sing over here in the closet and the quiet and stuff. I just wanted to record. And everybody else wanted to be famous. I wanted to be famous for like five minutes. But not in real life. <laughs> I was scared to death to perform, all of that. Because I was mm. always scared of what people thought. I, my stage fright was always centered around the fact that people already didn't know my songs. And, you know... After a while, they did because of MySpace. But I'm like, I just felt like I would get up there, I would mess up. Like, I, I canceled myself before I even started. I was always afraid to mess up, not hit the note or anything like that. And so I was just like, mm-mm. But I love recording and doing 5 million tracks. I don't know why, but I loved it. Like Mustafa. What was his name? Mufasa Mustafa? I loved it. <laughs> and so, yeah. But yeah, we definitely probably could have been, yeah. And that's it's, where and that's where I want to move it to. Go go ahead, Ivy. Final thoughts. No, I was just gonna agree. Like it, it was, it's kind of facts though, and not like not saying that to bash her. It just it's funny how life works out. It's like the one that that had it <laughs> was yeah. the, the one scaredest to walk in it. Yep, very scared because of that. Some, because I always care what people thought. Yeah, and then the ones that probably were the most eager to to walk it didn't have the backing right. or the platform. Yeah. Hey, we got platforms now, and you don't even know. Like I said, there's somebody in Germany listening to this podcast. I think that's huge. We have 35% uh, female viewer uh, listenership right now, and you, got, you ladies are actually helping with that tonight. Um, I just want to leave you with the reason why I'm doing the spoken word or the versus podcast is because we miss stuff like you missed people's bars and they may you know and this may cause you to go back into your closet and look at your your favorite verse and people missed it like you know uh, quiz was a great producer at one time i remember people telling him he should just stick to producing but in him being that producer your your whatever you were saying got lost sometimes because he was that good to me and in my opinion uh a lot of great bars got lost in that so i want to just i just want to have you speak it i want to have a podcast where i'm like bring your vet your best verse and just speak it to the people let them let them unpack it because we lost it um to, to, to end it i'm gonna tell you Wale, he went over my head nine times out of ten. He was sitting in that apartment and talking about how hard it was to rap. And his manager was there at the time. And I remember him like, oh, that's shit, that's shit, that's horrible. But then there was a time where he came with Raheem Devon. And he laid this song called, uh, I still have it. I'm going you know, to play it at the end. But I missed the verse because he goes, lyrical visine, go ahead and get your eyes clean. 
I'm the bomb to broads. I'm so Bosh and long. Bosh and long. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, when I heard that, now I'm like, I'm appreciating it. But I'm like, what is this bushy loam shit? What is what is that? When I'm twenty, when I'm 20 I couldn't I couldn't understand. He, you know, ironically, he hit us when we were 23, 24. He's like 18, you know, coming in off the source, unsigned hype. But to hear him say lyrical visine, you know, and then Balsh and Loam, he knew who the company of, you know, Visine, Balsh and Loam. I couldn't connect any of that shit. So that bar was trash to me. I'm like, what is bushy loam shit? What is that? And that's where I want to bring it back to the bars that people missed. So I want to have a bars podcast. <laughs> so bring your okay. bars. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have it on here. You know, no beat. We're going to go no beat. And I want you to tell people what they missed. Because I guarantee mm. you, you missed some gems by Cabal. I'm telling you. Here we go. <laughs> Help us, Lord. That's the, that's the main. <laughs> you know, bull. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let us pray. Let us oh, real quick on Wale. Remember in the beginning, like he just like you said, his his uh his bars were always his punchlines of his bars to as you, I guess would be the way to call it were always so backwards to it. Right. Yes. And he, and because in all I can remember, because me and you used to talk about it and all his earlier go go mix songs. Oh. So so Mac with your flow, so makeup. Stay smack like uh, what do you say? Stay smack like high fives and fly like stay fly like zippers and smack like high fives. Uh, I was like, it's hey, so backwards. It didn't. It, it was like a line punch instead of a punchline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I just can't think about him without ever thinking of those three things. So I used to always be like, them joints are in reverse. Right. They're not. They're not right. They're not right. And and so. It, but I want to invite you to tell people, you know, what they miss. Like, as as I recall, Ivy, just just thinking off off of your joints, you know, when you did uh, the money track with me, you know, <laughs> they, they might have missed some bars on that money track because that Crank Lucas beat was vicious back in, you know, when we did it. That Crank Lucas Lucas beat was on on the one. So, you know, I want you to bring that that verse back to me, you know. I think one of my best joints was on Big Sean's track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, living in a life of fantasy. Yep, that was that something was, like that. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah you did a song on Big Sean. Damn. Was <laughs> I wasn't gonna say nothing because <laughs> Lil Sean had just referenced everything he said, so I was gonna mind my business. Mm, nah. <laughs> Actually, but you know what? Big Sean asked me himself. True that. True that. Mm. That's why I'm not even mad. You right. <laughs> And, and it was right. the Menaces, basically. It was a it was a Menaces uh, mixtape, which you were also on. That, uh, so, yeah, you were on that Menaces joint too. But yeah, man, I I just I I do want to get back together and and tell people what they missed, you know. Um, I'm cool with it from, from all of us, and it's gonna be a nasty cast because it's gonna have everybody. And you know, I'm gonna tr I'm gonna try to get y'all some time, but KM is gonna be part of that, and so the no promises. You know, <laughs> he may take. Is over. he gonna have his all black on, with his skull cap on, <laughs> Nike boots laced? He gonna everybody on deck. He he gets to listen, <laughs> as a participator of the podcast. He gets to listen to everything and return. Oh, okay. So <laughs> you might you might end up into a, a whole battle as a forty year old. So 
Be careful. <laughs> careful what you do. There's, there's no cap on this thing. Um, yeah, I want to thank you guys for your participation tonight. I know you get you guys didn't know exactly what was going on with this, but I wanted your your honest emotion, and I and I got it. Um, of course, you'll notice from when I chop it up that some of the stuff you said tonight won't be in it, and I invite you to make me think it should be. So, you know, I'll let you guys hear it first, but I always chop it up to where I think it's going to be. Uh, the best for people, and then I leave out the stuff that's no good, right? And, cool, and that in that 18 minutes that we were waiting for the anointed one, Ivy. Oh my grief! I'm to pull that together and make it a cohesive thought, Nichelle. <laughs> <laughs> one more time for the road, but yeah, man. Uh, you know, Sean, I, I really hope you dig through your graveyard of uh, songs and, graveyard. and make me. Oh yeah, it's a grave. It's a boneyard. Like I gave him, <laughs> what y'all don't understand is I gave him most of his rhymes that were actually. Oh shit! <laughs> I did most of the recording. Um, but yeah, yeah. I hope you dig through your shit and and make me feel uh, where you were coming from. Where I may have missed the bar, it would have gone over my head. And Ivy, I know you got some shit. Chevy Grill looking like a set of new braces. Type, <laughs> you know, type, uh, when you was in that, that zone, when I was mad you weren't in the studio enough, and Nikki, <laughs> I can guarantee you they ain't see you singing some of that shit. Because when I listen to Accelerate, I get excited. Like, like, Busy, Busy was probably your best song sonically. Like, that's the best I've ever done in mixing you. But uh, you had... I only think that took 4,000 tracks, neither. Right. It, no, it was, I don't think it was it real is. slick. I always said Busy was the one of the most solid songs that hey. give us a try. Mm -hmm. yep. I think something happened with the beat or something. I think that dude sold the beat or something happened and it just ruined Christmas. So, mm. and what's the one that I can't find the session for? What was that one? Nah, the one that was sold was a. Uh, um, it was a slower song. The one I wrote for Carlos, that little Spanish joint. No, no, there was a nah. Should have yep. been me. It was should have been oh, me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Should have been me with soul. Cause remember, I actually heard it years later when I was watching a show, mm. and I heard you're right. Back, and you're I recorded right. it and sent it to y'all. Yep, you're definitely right. And y'all even know that me and the kid did a, a song to a beat that was sold to Jay Z and Beyonce. So, how about you? Didn't that? Know that. Right. Yeah. You sure what beat you was know that? What song that was? Nah. Damn, I can't even recall the. Uh, it ain't happening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> love with he the bad guy. Like. The bad uh, guy. Hey, it was the rap guys. The rap guys. Sing your sing okay. girl. On yeah. the run? No. On the yeah, yeah. That's that that's beat, my song. That beat, mm -hmm. our beat, ten years earlier. Uh, cause and effect. Don't forget that. Any setback. Oh yes, setback, yes. Cause of regret. Yes, yes. <laughs> really? Wow. Yes, yes. Wow. Yeah. wow. That is my song. I rap and, that verse all the time. Mm. I love that song. Mm. Yeah. So we got bars from that track too. So yeah, we got. We get, it's it's, it's, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. And this cast is going to be crazy because y'all going to hear the songs I'm playing. But... No, we should have been <laughs> on. It's going to be hey. on. <laughs> Let's just do it again. Sorry. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, and then the next and the next joint we're gonna have Tanika as as a uh, decider, so she's gonna be on too. Nikki, Nikki, and Ty can go at it as uh, entrepreneurial uh, short people. That's not after. Mm-hmm. Oh, you gotta send me that song. What's that? Should have been me. I ain't heard Should've it in there, I forgot there was all one about song, song you were mad at because I because I lost it in in 2009. <laughs> that I, I was did, tell me was it you? Tell me was it? Yeah, was it? Yeah. I don't have the session. the session. I don't have the session. I have the song. Yeah. Finished. Yep. A lot of shit. You know. I remember every <laughs> shit. Hey, real shit. quick. So you gonna have to edit this part out. Uh, didn't Sean? Wasn't that? Uh, what I'll say re- reference the name as that didn't John just call her ring or ring around the tub or something like that <laughs> oh shit ring around the tub <laughs> now nah, I don't remember that young I used young. to call this girl toilet girl oh no about that no and in the beginning uh <laughs> as we'll call her Sean used to call her like ring a ring or rings or something like that. And he used to say that she left a ring around a tub or something. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I don't remember that, but it does sound Yo. like some shit. Yo, it sounds like some shit. And I, I, you, know, you know, Ivy, I'm leaving it in because, of course, she's a member of the podcast, so she gets a can- chance to retort. It, 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 it's all truth, baby. It's all true. We, we just got to stand by our memories. That's why I use her name. I use that other name. But I swear, he used to call her say call her ring and say that she used to leave a ring around the tub or something. <laughs> <laughs> it do it do it do sound. Uh, what's it? What's his name? Uh, what's his name Napoleesque. It sound Napoleesque. <laughs> it do sound Napoleesque. Um, yeah, man. Thank you guys for, for, for staying up this late and being part of this for an hour and 45 minutes. Nope. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, this was good. I'm going to holler at everybody later. I'm going to go ahead and end the call. We're going to stop the recording. Peace. Bye, y'all. All right. All right.